Thanks for joining us today as you listen to a portion of a message recorded at Vine Life Church in Boulder, Colorado. If you'd like to connect with us further, you can visit us online at www.vinelife.com. Up here, I uh, showed the plans to my son Noah, and he was super excited because he said, Daddy, now we have another stage we can jump off of after the service, and we're playing with our friends. And I said, that's why, exactly why we built it out, buddy, so you can have another place to jump off of Sunday morning. No, actually, uh, this is uh, what part of a modification. You're going to be some more changes this week. Next Sunday, it's going to be really special, a lot of cool um, aesthetic visual changes, and uh, it's part of the season, all right? Word of the day is upgrade, all right? Word of the day. Word of the day. Um, we have some students that were just at camp, and then they went to the Cultivate Revival Conference, and from what I hear, they're pretty lit up, and, uh, and they're barking and howling over there, which I don't know what that means, but um, uh, we wanted to, uh, okay, we can, we, can, we can be done with that, um, just joking. Um, we wanted to not miss an opportunity for you guys to hear from some of our students, okay? So, uh, Shannon, would you be able to bring some students up? And that would be awesome. Can you guys welcome some of our students who are bringing testimonies this morning? All right, Shannon. Thanks, Luke. If we've never met, my name is Shannon Clark. Um, I'm one of the Kinos leaders. I want to have the other kind of leaders raise their hand. This is Gary Lee, who is on the video announcement, Stacey Searcy, and Hannah Killian. Killing it. So, man, I got to tell you, I'm like pretty wrecked right now. So, whew, I'm sorry if I cry because it's happening. So, um, when we prayed over camp, uh, the four of us got together and we spent some specific time asking the Lord what he wanted to do. And, and uh, the, the name Igniting the Tribe came out. And um, it was kind of a, a spontaneous thing that Hannah had gotten from the Lord. And it was this moment of, yeah, this is it. This is what God is speaking, not just for us, but for our body, is that we're going we're gonna to go after this in our kids. But the thing is, is that this is, this is the thing that the Lord is speaking for our family. And um, I can't even tell you, like, camp was outrageous outrageous. Like we got there and it was just like instant Holy Spirit. Every single night was a blowout. Like our kids just went completely buck wild. It was amazing. And we were dancing and people were getting free. Kids were getting free of like oppression that they've been carrying for big, like, like years. Like we, we had people talking to us about suicide. We had people talking to us about depression. We had kids getting free of all of this stuff and like actually experiencing God. And I have been absolutely blown away by what God is doing because he's really igniting our tribe. He really is. And just for you, for you guys, like in this season, if you have felt like the embers of your heart have just been like holes, you know, there was a time in your life where it was like blazing hot, there was a big fire, but now it's just kind of burned down to coals. This is the prophetic picture that the Lord gave us before we left was that the Lord was removing the top layer of the coals that had been dark and had burnt out and there was blazing hot embers underneath and he was blowing on the embers Mm. in you. So I just speak that over you that God is is reigniting our tribe. Yeah, come on. So, uh, sorry, I'm going to try to not preach. So, um, (laughs) um, 
So the so we had crazy stuff happen. We had 31, I believe, 31 or 30 students that came with us, and I'm 99% sure that every single one of them actually walked away with an encounter with God. Yeah. There's usually like that one or two who are like, I didn't feel nothing. I didn't feel anything here. This was, you know, it was okay, whatever. But like, I'm pretty sure that every single student walked away with an encounter with Jesus. Like, that's incredible. That's almost 100%. And isn't that awesome? Thank you, Jesus. So then this yeah. last week, we had our students, they were super hungry after camp. And so we went to a conference called the Cultivate Revival Conference. How many of you guys heard about that? Yeah. Randy Clark and Todd White. Dave Harvey from Bethel. And the thing was, is that our kids got annihilated. It's just, it's been incredible. All right. I'm going to pass it off because I can talk all day about what God is doing right now. <laughs> Jodea had a crazy word that the Lord gave him a while ago over Kainos as, as he was praying over what God was doing. So he's going to release that. And um, I'm going to have everybody else tell, tell these two girls are going to tell about what God did at camp, and then also what happened this last week. Because it's not about a camp, it's not about an event, it's about a lifestyle, right? And so the Lord has been doing something that's been perpetuating a lifestyle. And so um, they're going to tell about what God did for them. And then, Tate, I want you to pray and just release what God is doing, okay? Hi. Um, So I just want to talk about my word a little bit. But um, after camp, like something changed in me personally because ever since then, like, every single night I've been getting prophetic dreams and visions and words. And it's been intense, but um, this word specifically, um, I finished it at camp and I released it for the first time there and I'd like to read it now. The memory of the land is true. What is sown into our land can never be taken away. We reap what we sow and now is the time to sow into a new beginning. The Kainos promise was kept and something beautiful was made. It is time to understand what was to help create a new beginning, a kainos new, a fresh start, and on the land of gold, we get to build a foundation that can never be broken a build <laughs> and build something that's never been seen before, something amazing. Learn from your past and let the dead weight go, because in that you'll be able to start something fresh and new. Mm. Through a holy song, we will bring the people to the throne and turn the land into a luscious forest and make a new promise that can never be broken. Man, come on, man. <laughs> Hi. Um, so before I talk about what happened to me at the Cultivate Revival Conference, I wanted to bring up what happened to me at um, the camp that we went to. Um, I feel like I just kind of like walked away like like a new person. Like I <laughs> completely changed. and Because <laughs> um, I had been super depressed and been dealing with a lot of issues um, before camp, um, and after, like, I had gotten prayed for and, you know, had breakthrough, it just, everything just kind of disappeared, and it was A+. plus. Um, and so on Thursday night at the Cultivate Revival, uh, conference with Todd White, um, he was talking about like his past and how he had dealt with drug issues and alcoholism and all that kind of stuff. And um, he was just kind of explaining to us how God like set him free um, 14 years ago, I think it was. And um, 
at the end of his talk, he had asked everyone who was dealing with drug issues and alcoholism and self-harm to come up towards the stage so that they could get prayer and get released from everything that they had been suffering or dealing with, you know. And um, so my heart just kind of did like a backflip in my chest, and I was like, I guess I got to go up there. (laughs) And... um, So I was kind of like lingering in the back, just kind of like, all right, I'm here. I'm going to receive what he has to say. And so Gary and Jodea and a couple other people from Kainos that were up towards the stage had grabbed me by the arm, and they pushed me up towards the stage and told me that I had to like really live in what was being said. And um, so I was standing up there, and he brought up, Uh, the people that had been dealing with self-harm, he wanted them to raise their hands for prayer. Um, So I obviously raised my hand. (laughs) And um, the people around were laying hands on me and praying over me and everyone else that had raised their hands. And Todd White was on the stage just kind of laying his hand on everyone's heads and praying over them. And after he was praying for everyone, he asked... (laughs) He asked those same people to raise and wave their arms if they had seen any healing. And, um, you know, I checked my arms, and I was like, oh, wow, they kind of faded a little bit. That's cool. So I waved my arm at him a little subtly because I didn't really expect to get noticed by him. Um, But he had spotted me out of, like, the 20, 30 other people that had been waving their arms at him. And he came up to me and asked me to show him my arms. So I put my arms in front of him, and he told me that that was the past and that this after to the, that night it would be a new beginning and that I wouldn't be the same person anymore. Yeah. 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 Did you get healed? My name's Tessa. Yes. Um, and after that, he, I, the scars hadn't disappeared like completely, so I was a little bit disappointed. I was like, "Oh, okay." So, but like throughout the night, I had noticed that they were becoming less and less noticeable. Come on. So, yeah. Yeah, come on. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Zoe. Come on. (laughs) So before camp, I didn't feel like I had been connecting with God very much. I don't know why, and I just couldn't get past this barrier that was up for some reason. But at camp, during Tuesday night, I think, um, we were worshiping, and I was singing on the worship team, and... I'm not sure what happened, but something just broke off. I cannot remember what song we were singing or at what point in the night it was, but something just broke off of me, and ever since, I've just been, like, constantly feeling the love of God. (laughs) And it's amazing. (laughs) So this past week at the Cultivate Revival Conference um, has been amazing, just all around. Um... Don't laugh at me. <laughs> um, on Wednesday night, yeah, Wednesday night, Randy Clark was speaking. 
And at the end of his message, he asked everyone who was feeling the Holy Spirit to come up to the front. I feel like I'm not holding this close enough. And um, so I walked up because my hands were shaking and I was just feeling the love and the peace and the joy of God just all over. And my hands were shaking like that. Just, it was crazy. (laughs) So I went up and he came down off of the stage and started laying hands on people. And um, he hadn't even laid hands on me, but other people had started to lay hands on me and pray for me. And I, I don't even know what happened. I just like, I was just in such a peaceful place, but it, it looked like I was having a seizure. (laughs) It was, I was shaking and like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was amazing. But I was just, I was so peaceful, even if I didn't look like it. And (laughs) it was just like this really abundant peace and love just coursing throughout my body and is mm. <laughs> and then <laughs> so once I was actually able to stand up and like walk around a little bit. I went and I found Jaden Wallace. I don't think she's here today. No. And um, I just started laying my hands on her and a bunch of other people came and we were all just praying over her. And <laughs> she just, I don't even know how to explain it. She just got like knocked out by the Holy Spirit. And she was out for like a solid, what, 40 minutes? And Max had to carry her to the car because she couldn't walk. (laughs) She was, like, not awake. It was crazy. And it was just an amazing weekend. I'm just going to give you context of what happened here. Like, so I got, I walked up when Randy Clark said, hey, is anybody feeling the Holy Spirit? So I walked up. And I was thinking to myself, am I a bad pastor for, like, leaving my students when I'm, like, I'm, like, responding and I'm, like, Shouldn't I be like pushing them up? I don't, I don't know. I figured, and then the Lord said, "Hey, no, the best thing that you can do is just to go after the Holy Spirit." And so, all right. So I'm getting racked. I'm shaking and whatnot. And then I like kind of had my moment with the Lord, and I like turned around, and Zoe, Trinity, Jaden, and Tessa are on the floor shaking, and laughing, and crying, and getting wrecked by the Lord. I was like, "Oh, good. <laughs> They're fine." <laughs> And I, and I was watching them, and I was praying over some of the other students. Jude was getting prayed over by Randy Clark and got laid, hand, laid hands on, rather. And um, it was incredible. And then Jaden Wallace, like, we were about to leave. We were, like, the last ones out. And Jaden is on the floor, out, like, unconscious. And I'm like, okay, I've seen some of this stuff in other contexts, in other places. And... Um, and this is all biblical, you guys. I promise it's in the book of Acts. So if you need to go and find a context, it's there. I promise. So, and she's on the floor. And I, like, lean down to her. And I'm like, I've, Max is like, I think I need to carry her. I'm like, okay. So I leaned down. And I said, hey, sweetie, you don't have to move or anything. Um, we're going to carry you. No response. Not a finger twitch. Not an eyelash move. Nothing. 
Yeah, her right hand was shaking, and she was completely unresponsive. Now, if you're in the medical field, you're going, oh, are you okay? Are you dying? Like, I'm like, okay, um, I'm looking, I'm checking, she's breathing, and she's got a pulse. Okay, great, she's alive. Um, okay, hey, Max, come over here. We had to sling her over the top of him because she was literally full-blown dead weight. Like, just full-blown dead weight. And it was like, what is going on? And I'm like, I feel peace on this. That's how I, how I personally discern the manifestations of the Holy Spirit is that sometimes it looks real weird, and I go, okay, Lord, is this you? And then I follow my peace. So I was like, yeah, I feel like this is the Lord. We get her into the car, we buckle her in, and we drive 10 minutes down the road, get gas, and she wakes up. She has no idea how she got in the car. She has no idea. She was totally gone. And she began to tell me later on that she had a, basically a face-to-face encounter with Jesus. She got wrecked. And it's like our students have been, we've been praying for them because they've been needing breakthrough at any point. Like we all need breakthrough Mm. and they have been getting it and it's been so incredible. And so like last on the last night of the conference, (laughs) Dave Harvey was speaking. He was laying hands on our students and um, he laid hands on a, a girl named Talia who's a, who's a graduate. They both went down. They fell out in the Holy Spirit, both of them. She gets up faster, and our students are so rip-roaring, ready to go to minister, go and chase after him, start laying hands on the speaker. Talia stands up, and she turns around to the, the rest of the conference. This is on Thursday night. It's on video. She turns around, and she goes, if you want it, come and get it, and 200 people rush the stage. It was nuts. I'm like, are we allowed to do this? I don't know if we're allowed to do this. I'm like running to all of the like leaders. I'm like, are we okay? Are we okay? I don't know if we're okay. Our students became the ministry team inadvertently. It was nuts. It was nuts. What God is doing is meant for this house in our students and in for you. So just take it. So I'm going to have Tate rope quickly pray. I know we're taking so much time. I'm so sorry. This is good. Um, I just want you to pray and release this stuff. So if you have dealt with depression or self-harm or some of the, some of the things that have come up, or if you just need a fresh touch, just receive. Yeah. Yeah. You just need a fresh touch. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Just across the room, you know, as these testimonies are released, you gotta, we have to understand that these are living stories, right? These, these are stories about encounters with Jesus. And, you know, and, 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 you know we share these stories about falling down and shaking out know, that and just so you know, it's not like we're saying that it's all about that. But if those are the, the first kind of indications that somebody's encountering Jesus, then I'll take it all day long. Okay? And so that's why we give room for these students to have these encounters with Jesus that you can't quite put nice, tidy language to. Do you understand that? Because we're talking about dynamics of life in the kingdom and life in the spirit, right? And so that's, that's why we do that. That's why we celebrate that. But, but listen, let's not miss an opportunity today as they're sharing these stories of fresh encounters with the person of Jesus, not just the idea of Jesus, the person of Jesus Christ. I want to invite you to not just listen and then walk away apathetically. I want you if, you, if you're in this room and you need a fresh touch from God, just like Shannon said, if you're in a place and you, you, you desire a dose of belief and faith and boldness, and the ability to catch a new vision for what life with Jesus might look like in this next season. I want you to stand up right now across the room. You don't have to. If, you, if you're not there, that's totally fine. And listen, no judgment. We're, we're in different places here, okay? It's totally fine. 
But if you're there, this is part of us responding. And so, Tate, would you, would you pray? Would you pray over us this morning? Yeah. Um, that, that moment where Talia just stood up and just uh, told everyone to rush the stage, it was incredible to just witness like this wave of God, just I felt like in my spirit, just this wave move towards the stage. And so right now I just want to, I just want to command that over, over this room, just the wave of God, just to come through from the doors to the stage and just wreck everyone in its path. I just want to open up everyone's hearts. I want to pray that everyone would open their hearts and receive this Holy Spirit. We know the Holy Spirit exists. We want him to take up residency in our heart. So tonight, I just want to, I just want to pray over everyone that their hearts would be open. Sorry, I'm kind of getting wrecked up here. Um, that their hearts would be open and a place of residency for the Holy Spirit to come in and just Thank you, Jesus. do His work through them. Sorry. Thank you, God. Sorry, I can't even think right now. I'm getting wrecked over here. Um, thank you, God, for everything you've done through us. And I just want to pray a season of blessing over Vine Life. I've been getting this a ton for individuals, but I just I feel like I should say it again. I want to pray a season of blessing and prosperity over Vine Life, over not just over the church itself, but of each individual member who attends, even if they only have come once, even if they've only come once a month. I mm, declare a season of prosperity and a season of blessing from the Lord. Things that they want, they want, they want, want, things that they need will come to them before they even need them. They won't even know that they need these things, and they'll be given to them, and they'll say, what can I do with these things? And then a few months later, they'll be like, oh, okay, that's what I need to do with this. I pray a spirit of gifts, gift giving. Oh, oh, I see a lot of people here who desire for a certain gift, oh, and I just want to release the Holy Spirit inside of you in that way. That mm. gift is, is yours. Just take, take it. When we were at the conference, the guy who was speaking last night, I was there Saturday night, and he was talking about how oftentimes God gives us these gifts, and they're like wrapped up, and they're given to us. Ugh. But we just, we don't know what to do with them. Like if on Christmas morning, you run down, and you open up all the presents, you know what to do. So I just want to say, this is Christmas morning. God's just giving out gifts. Come down to the tree. Open your gift. It's in your hands. Just come down and open it. <laughs> It's been sitting there for weeks, months, and he's just like, well, you open it already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> hey, can we thank these guys? Let's give a huge hand for all of our kind of students. Um. Yeah, take a seat, take a seat. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, come on up, Gary. There you go. All right. Um, I also, just the most important part, I just want to thank 
everybody who is involved that made all this stuff happen. Um, this wasn't just us. Obviously, it was the Lord just... The Lord's good, and He loves us, and we get to love and be loved. But um, there are a handful of you, the, the elders team, and um, the Jeanettes, and the, the Amigos team, um, and, and a handful of, of you other guys that, that really just blessed us financially and blessed us, blessed us with your prayer support. And uh, we're so grateful for it. Um, so thank you so much. Um, I just want to honor you guys and say yeah. thank you. Um, and, and thank you, parents, just for uh, just keeping this fire going at home. Um, so we love you guys, and I just, I just wanted to say thank you uh, yeah. and, and, and honor everybody who's, who's just blessed, uh, blessed our group uh, and, and loved on us and, and, and just thank the Lord in front of you guys. So thank you. Amen. Amen. All right. So you're, some of you are like, all right, where's all this going? Here's where it's going. You know what's awesome about this week is that we have a load of students and a load of teachers who are about to go back to school. Okay? And when I say that word upgrade a little bit ago about the word of the day is upgrade, I, I literally mean that it's like there's a, there's a chance here, I think even as a community, just as the students and teachers are in a preparation to go back into a school system for the, the, the next year, uh, I believe there's an invitation for us as the body to move up to a new grade, okay? And our spiritual, our spiritual walk. Our, it, there's an invitation for us to move up with Jesus to our next grade. And so sometimes when you hear that word upgrade, the first thing you think about is moving up to first class in an airplane, right? And, uh, and that, I'm not saying that's not it. I'm just saying when you move up in a grade, that means the actual word upgrade means to raise the standard. It means to raise the standard. And even in the kingdom, you have to understand that the word disciple actually means a learner. So in the kingdom of God, there's, there's times and seasons where he invites us into a new grade, and that means that the standard for the new grade is different than the standard from the old grade. So when we have an encounter with Jesus, the things that we used to rely on or things that we, we, the ways we used to relate to God, he invites us to a new grade that has also new expectations and new rhythms, rhythms and expects, expects us to adjust our schedules, our priorities, and the things in our life to move with him into a new level of kingdom instruction. Okay? And I just want to release, I want to, I want to encourage you here today, as you're hearing these testimonies, as we're gathering in this place, and even as we're coming into a new school year, to pay attention to the places in your life where Jesus is saying, hey, listen, you've been at this grade level for some time, and you're pretty competent, you're pretty efficient, you've got it, you've, you've passed your tests, it's time to come into a new grade, and it's going to be all new tests and all new assignments, and it might look like challenges, but on the other side is empowerment. Okay? That was the sermon, all right? So, uh, and you can go read Proverbs 4, okay? Go read Proverbs 4. The last thing I want to do, I'm going to invite Ed up here. This is, this is important that we do this. Um, and we kind of, this is the first thing we had actually planned for this Sunday. And one of the most important, sometimes when we, when we think about ministry, it, we still live in a day and age where we, we look at what I'm doing or what Ed's doing or people that play guitar as the ministers. And, 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 and Jesus is on a full-out assault against that mindset that ministers are, ministry is reserved for certain special people and not everyone in the body of Christ. And across the stream, listen, you, we have to understand, we, we get to celebrate that we're all in full-time ministry, all right? You are in full-time ministry. And just like I mentioned, this is a special week because 
we have teachers and educators and those in the school system who have been in this preparation mode and ready to launch back into our school systems. And we believe we want to come, we need to come alongside them as the body of Christ to recognize their part, to recognize their contribution. Men and women who are called to speak into the lives of young people, to call them up into a new destiny and a new vision for life, to come alongside them day in, day out. Yeah, it's messy and it costs a lot. And gosh, sometimes I wonder if it's actually doing any good. But I'm telling you guys, we get to come alongside those who are infiltrating our school and education systems to be a picture of salt and light and goodness that our kids desperately need to see. Come on. So I'm going to—here's what I want to do. Ed's going to read a couple scriptures, but I want to invite— if you're an educator, whether it's a home educator or a school teacher, if you work in the system as a counselor, even an administrative staff in the school system across this room, could you please stand this morning? We want to honor you, and we want to pray for you across this room. Okay, keep, continue to stand, please. just going to pray these scriptures a little bit. I'm, uh, the first one is out of Deuteronomy 32.2. So as people who are, who, have, who are standing in this place of education, for our youth standing in this place, in this, on this sphere of influence, in this societal place, I just want to pray uh, that your teaching... 32, Deuteronomy 32.2, may my teaching drop as the rain, my speech distill as the dew, like gentle rain upon the tender grass, and like showers upon the herb. For I will proclaim the name of the Lord, ascribe greatness to our God. So I bless you as teachers and educators and people working in the system that that's how your words will be received, even if they're in places of correction, even if they're in places of discipline. Uh, The the Father's heart, the heart of the Holy Spirit, the love of our Lord would be in you and lives in you because he is. We live in the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit abides in us. We, We are in the Trinity and the Trinity is in us. And so I bless you as educators. I bless you as people in these places that that would be what manifests, even if you're in a place of correction, you're in a place of discipline, that the Father's heart is what would become evident, not the heart of the Father of lies. Mm. That you would not, that there, so that moves me to uh, 2 Corinthians 5. Uh, 18, and I'm going to go a little bit here, so bear along, please. Seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And I again, again declare that over you. Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit, to remind each one in these places of who they are and what the identity in you is, Lord. Thank you, Father. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ God was reconciling the world to himself, 
not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God for our sake. He made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Working together with him, then, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in a favorable time I listened to you, and in a day of salvation I have helped you. Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We put no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault might be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way. And it goes on from there, both in the hard conditions of life and in the beauty and the fruit of the Spirit. So I bless you to stand in this place of who you are as ministers of reconciliation, as ambassadors of Christ, who you are in Christ, that that will be seen, that the that the obstacles, there will be no obstacles placed in anyone's way. As our children grow and learn uh, in all of the ways of education, the things they're learning in the world, in science and math and literacy and all of the things that they're growing in, that they will also see within you the love of Christ, the love of the Father and the love of the Holy Spirit. And it will begin to awaken them, if they do not know him, to who they are living in themselves, to the reconciliation that occurred to the world through the cross. So I bless you today in this place. And I thank you for your courage, for your willingness to step into that sphere of society and stand there, uh, and stand there in Christ. I bless you today in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hey, let's give it up for our teachers. Thank you so much. Oh, man. Yeah, so here's the cool thing. Uh, Next week, we're starting a new teaching series. We're going to start walking through the book of Acts. Yes. All right, so if you want like a normal sermon, you can come next week and we'll give you one of those. Um, I'm just joking. Um, Hey, let's stand together. Let's stand together. Hey, thanks for flowing with us today. I know it was kind of a nonlinear day a little bit, uh, but that's how things roll sometimes. And I, I hope that you heard today, if you, no matter if you're a guest or if you've been here a long time, part of this community, that you heard the voice of Jesus through your heart this morning, the, the voice of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and I'm going to invite the ministry team to come forward, and we're going to end our time, as we always do, uh, with a chance to receive some prayer. And we're going to have some words on the screen. Uh, for uh, different physical conditions that we would love a shot at praying for you. We believe that Jesus heals, and he's, at, he's here, he's at work, all right? So, hey, with that said, guys, um, uh, before you leave here, don't just dart for the doors. Find somebody you don't know, maybe find somebody you do know. Give them a hug, hang out for a little bit, and uh, we love you guys. We'll, we'll talk to you soon, all right? Have, a, have an awesome week.